Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Real quick, before we get into this week's episode with our friend Rel Battle, uh, a great comedian and a guy who I have a long history with going all the way back to the University of Maryland, do want to tell all you folks, last week's Patreon, if you are not a patron, if you were listening right now and you go, you know what, I'm just good on the Patreon. I don't I don't know what the point is. Why would I sign up for Patreon? Saif, how many stories has Billy June attempted to tell in the history of this podcast? A good amount. And when I say good, it's just because it's a lot, not that the stories are good. What would you say, how would you describe the story he told on the Patreon last week? For whatever cryptic reason, it was one of the funniest stories I ever heard and told in such a funny way. It's dark. It's sad. It's hilarious. (laughs) If you've been thinking about Patreon, sign up and hear Billy's story from last week. It truly floored me and Saif, mostly because we just couldn't believe how entertaining the story was, even though it was demented and scary. Uh, And also... (laughs) You know, if you want to hear uh, what Sife's life is on the road, um, his updates from the car with his, yeah, his coterie his of ne'er is turning out to be a very phenomenal time. So you definitely got to get in on this. So so that's on Patreon right now. If you go to patreon.com slash Juan Epa's life, I'm getting married. God willing, I'm going to have a family to support. Okay. Inshallah. Inshallah. We need you. So go over to Patreon. Now, our time with Rel Battle. One app is life. It's not the one you should be underestimating. It is. Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness. We rap nerd now here, right? Like I can tell you were a nerd. It's primal. And that's raw. Carhartt girl. Speaking of sneaky big tits. Are you out there fucking? I'm doing that. <laughs> years ago, I bought a millionaire Griffin. Just a year ago, bro. Years ago. Years ago. Years ago. Cypher Sounds. Peter Rosenberg. One app is life. Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. And welcome to One Ep Is Life. You didn't say fourth meal. I can't, Sife. For the next yeah. four weeks, there yeah. can be no fourth meal. No fourth meals? No fourth meals. Why? What's happening? It's time. I've been saying I was going to lose a nice little 10 for the, the wedding. Oh, for the wed. I've been saying I was going to do 10. Yeah. And I'm like, I got mad time. And then, like, it got to, like, you know, two months. Easy. Seven weeks. This is light. Six weeks. Cool. Mm. I just hit a month on this past Saturday. 
still sitting at that same tab, not a, not an inch so far. So mm-hmm. I got to just do it. Listen, I'm not trying to go crazy, but I do want to feel you. Know, I want to feel sl- you know somewhat slim and trim mm-hmm. when I get there. Did you do a wedding diet before your wedding? I'm not talking about diets. Not even not even the conversation about diets right yeah. now. Don't yeah. even want to use the word. I don't even want to just talk about it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I don't want to talk about my wedding. You don't want to talk about diets. <laughs> that would be more worse. Should I be more worried? I thought this was a hip-hop podcast. <laughs> I thought we were talking about hip-hop. Well, keep it to the subject, fams. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. hip-hop talk. Yeah, keep it to the subject. Now, um, hip-hop talk. Love hip-hop. Big, big, big fan. You know what happened 15 years ago today in the in the hippity to the hoppity? What? 15 years ago today. The, the best rapper alive was born. That's right. Little smudge packet. Oh, oh, oh. You were saying like theoretically because it's been 15 years, that would make for a, like a, a guy named Lil Smudge Packet. Yeah, whoever's hot right now on fucking TikTok is the hottest rapper. Yo, Smudge Packet was born today, 15 years ago. Well, in some ways, yes, because 15 years ago, uh, Lil Wayne dropped Carter 3. That was 15 years ago? 15 years ago. Holy shit. You know what's so crazy? I just. You just heard I it for the first time. Just what do you listen think? to it. No, I just put together. I spent way too many hours putting together the sickest Little Wayne playlist in my phone. Really? Like sick. Like to the point where I was taking his freestyles and his songs, taking off other people that I didn't like just so it'd be Little Wayne on the song. And that's it. When were you doing this? I don't know. The last week. Last week, I started on a plane and then it continued on. And last week, I was doing it like I took off gutta gutta on some no ceilings freestyle. I took Gucci Man off of that song that he had with Lil Wayne. Wow. I took Drake off some of the songs. There was a song with you Wiz took Drake Khalifa. Off some of the songs. I took Drake off. I took Wiz Khalifa off. There was some song with Wiz. Well, I took off. Listen, well, without any further ado, you know, we couldn't talk about Lil Wayne's Carter 3. Without bringing on the man himself. I know you're going to be surprised that I booked this. It's crazy. 15 years later, there's only one person you could talk to about Lil Wayne, Carter 3, and that yeah. is my guy, Rel Battle. <laughs> What's up, man? He's the only one? He's yeah. the only one? He's the only one who could talk about this with any sort of authority. Yo, Terrell, where the hell are you? Oh, I had to zoom in. Bro, I was, I was checking in my hotel, and my room wasn't ready, so I'm, in the, I'm on the balcony right now. Oh, you're living the balcony life? Yeah, oh, that's how I do these days. What's up, P? What's going the balcony on? Balcony where? Where where what city yeah. are you in? I'm in a city. I'm in uh I'm on like twenty eighth or something. Twenty eighth. Oh, or in something. New York I'm City. In- so wait, Sife, tell me this real quick. How do you wh- how do you know uh Terrell Battle? What's what's your relationship with Terrell Battle? AKA Rel Battle. Yeah, how do uh, who the fuck is Terrell? Yeah, sorry, that's sorry. I'm wondering. He's not Terrell Battle, who I went to college with, just Terrell. He is only Rel now. Yo, tell him my history. I know him as Terrell Battle. And He's we a Turpentine. Mar- He's a Maryland Turpentine. We went to University of Maryland together. And Ooh. Rel actually co-hosted The Great From Dust Till Dawn with me for like on and off for a couple of years. Like like was a regular co-host on my college radio show. Oh, I thought that was Mac Main. <laughs> no, he's our guest. He's our guest next week to talk about Lil Wayne. <laughs> Who was the guy? I thought the other guy was your co-host. Oh, Quartermain. Quartermain. That's it. <laughs> well, listen. Hey, hey, Sight. He had like five yeah. hosts, co-hosts. So let's. Okay. Yeah. Let's moving in and out. 
It was a it was a circle for him. It was Destiny's Child back in those days. <laughs> <laughs> no, so 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 Quartermain Quartermain never was my co-host on on Dust Till Dawn. He had his own show, and we became friends. And that's oh, how I him, but he wasn't ever on my show. But I had a DJ. I had my boy Christian, who was my host for a long time. After he became a pothead and stopped hanging out and left the show, then it became like a rotation of people who were just down to right. hang out. And, yeah. and Rel was, you know, finding his his public persona at that time. So it was a good place for him <laughs> to come up there and shoot the shit. We did you did some some episodes of my commercial show too on the talk show on the talk station. In uh, Fairfax, right? No, was it Fairfax? That's right. Virginia? Yep. Yeah. In Fairfax. In Fairfax. And I moved to Hollywood. You can't skip that. We have one good fight, and then you left. You know what? I was I forgot about this. Hey, Scythe. You know how like on TV they always say. You're never gonna make it. You, to, you remember that person? Yeah, <laughs> he, that was. He, he was my, did I say he that? Was my never gonna make it first. You can't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, actually, I think I, I, I think I actually, in all seriousness, I owe Terrell uh, as part of my. I, I haven't gotten all the way through my 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 twelve steps. I'm only on like the. I've been sitting on the fourth step for a couple of years, but I, I actually, eight. I owe oh, no no. I didn't make it to eight. I'm halfway to eight. But when I get to eight. <laughs> I, I eight is uh the the one right when people start calling around. It's, yeah, it's making amends. Yeah. So when I get to my eighth step, I would say Terrell's on the list of of, of eighth step for me because our fight included a lot of things, but one of them was about a girl. Oh who, gosh, okay. Who, I'm not gonna go deep. I'm not gonna go deep because I don't want to blow. I won't blow up your twenty year old spot. But it was my behavior. A lot of times, I look back at my history. This sums it up. I look back at my history when I was wild and didn't know what I was doing or understand like my feelings around sex, women, etc. Every yeah. bad, dumb, sort of immoral, bad friend decision I made was around sex. Always. It was always, always. it was always the guiding force to doing things that I'm like, I feel like this is kind of grimy. Like, but I yeah. but I have to do it. And so there was a situation in which as a friend, I was grimy and mm-hmm. Rel found out about it called me on it in our fight i don't remember all the other parts of our fight i just knew that was the one that stung because that was the part that was definitively true like so that one that was you you called I, i'm pretty sure in that fight you called me on my bullshit and i was like ow ah, he He's got like, my me. opinion about you is this and my opinion about you is this and the fact about you is this <laughs> and i was like ah he hit me but with a fact it was college though. We was like, that's, it was just wild. We didn't give a fuck. We just wilded out, getting hot, and drinking, and talking shit about. No, you don't give a fuck now. In college, yeah. you probably thought it was, it was everything. It was the f- your whole world was whatever was going on. Wait, that that, that might have broke up the, the the duo. That might have been the end of it. Actually, that who knows? That maybe that's maybe this whole thing would have been different. Instead of me being saddled with Sif all these years, weighing me down, I would have been with you. I would have had your a brother- sitcom with Craig with Craig Robinson on Peacock, like you're promoting <laughs> right now. Yeah, we broke up over a girl, V. That's that's Kyle, V. Oh, that's classic. Yo, tell <laughs> tell people great. about tell the people beyond our friendship and you knowing both of us right. what you're out here uh, talking about and promoting right now. Well, actually, I'm only in New York because uh, you know we got the little strike going on in LA, and well, in New York and LA as well, all over the city. So I'm in the in the city performing. So if I saw you, what? I think I saw you at the stand the other night. Yeah, I saw you at the stand. Yeah. Yeah, maybe at the stand. But no, uh, I'm on a show on Peacock with the great Craig Robinson, and we air we're airing in August. And uh, it's a fantastic show. We're having a good time. We talk shit. And it's funny. And, uh, you know, it's it? getting a lot is of love. Is it a talk show? It's a show. Craig plays a guy who's he's after the American dream. And he's hustling to figure out his way how to become a, a wealthy guy. 
I play the fast talking asshole little brother, man. It's a very, it's a duo kind of thing, like a money talks kind of era kind of project, man. And we just go around Miami and we just, uh, we figure out schemes to win, bro. It's a, it's a funny show. It's on Peacock. Nobody watches it, but hopefully three, three of your fans will. <laughs> Peacock, I heard, is doing, I heard Peacock does well. Let me tell you something. Vanderpump Rules, bro. Number <laughs> one reality show in America. So we trying to get some Vanderpump Rules love. Yeah, like exactly. Vanderpump Rules is on Peacock, right? Yeah, it's one of the hottest shows up there. So, you know, we... uh Yeah, just tag on to that. Yeah, you got to try to catch... You got to try to catch some of the Vanderpump Rules and WWE strays. And that's yeah. what you got to live on if you're on Peacock. Um, yo, but Rel, what's like, your, like, what's your grind been, man? You've been after this for a long time. Like, when did you start getting super serious about it? Um, for a minute, man, just stand up, kind of like, similar to like, I think, Scythe, your story a little bit, you would do a radio, you kind of transitioned to stand up, is that correct? Yep, that's correct, part? yes, yep. So, I was in LA doing a lot of hosting and music touring, a lot of paid and fools, a lot of shit like that, just hosting a lot of events. And then, uh, slowly you kind of find another stage you're doing stand-up and me and Sykes kind of run, run into each other a couple times over the years and then uh, you know you get the opportunity to be on camera bro and you uh, you take full advantage of it man so, so when, did it, when was that when did we leave you left uh, like well I mean that, that w, the WJFK days which was the last time I know I think we like hung out in, in that area was probably 05 06 yeah I wasn't doing comedy until a little bit later but uh, no but stand-up's been dope man just traveling the country talking shit man it's been, it's been awesome so now I get to be a, a thespian. A thespian, as they're known. That's right. Now, and you, there... get, and you get married again. Rewind, <laughs> select. You, you get some baddies, though, Pete. I'll be on the ground, baddies. I mean, listen, it takes, <laughs> it takes a long time, you know, and, I, and then I'm in the relationship for a minimum 15 years. But yeah, it's yeah, like, but I do it. It's like, Pete had baddies in college, bro. Pete had baddies. This ain't just starting now with money. He did, he, he did, baddies. he had them. He had baddies on local radio. <laughs> Not like too often. No, but like I, I was always the slow play game. Terrell had game back then. He had actual right. game in college. Like he, he could yeah. go spit game. I was like serial monogamous. I had hot monogamy, but that's all I had. Rel went to many a night out with me DJing at Lupo's. Many a night yeah. out where I was DJing and Rel was out there hollering. You know, what's funny. I only missed two days. And one of them was my graduation and one of them was my, my grandmother's passing. But I was at Lupo's every Thursday. Every Thursday. Well, what's was Lupo's? A club? I got a little college club spot. That was and like what were you DJing? I was playing commercial shit. How would you describe what Lupo's was, Rel? It was like... It, it was, was like it the, Jay Dilla. It wasn't Jay Dilla. It wasn't Jay, Jay Dilla. Dilla. <laughs> you know what it was? You know what it was, Sykes? I remember it was like... The playlist was like Goodies by Sierra, Usher, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Like Yin Yang Twins. It was that whole moment. Sykes, it was actually... It was a college club, of course... It was the only hot commercial party I've ever played regularly. It was my spot. <laughs> I had every week, you know, the football team would be in there. All the hot yeah. chicks would be in there. It was the spot. Yeah. It was the spot. It was to, yeah. It was a I'll tell you what, man. I traveled the world doing this comedy shit, and I swear I don't have more fun I've had at Lupo's in those days. Well, you were the man, too. You were in, like, a good spot in your life, too. Everyone knew you. I feel like you were well-known in the, in the cool scene at Maryland. Well, because you would let me in the loopholes and just sit up in the booth with you and look cool. <laughs> it was a, it was, I gave you credit bill, you gave me credit. It was like Eminem signing 50. I miss the days of, of leaving the club smelling like black and mild. You know, those days right. don't exist anymore. But it was, right, um, right. it was a moment of time. Yo, how's your brother? Terrence is great, man. He's, he's like my hood manager. 
pretty much when uh you know Rel's a twin? Sife, you know Rel's a twin? I did not. Yeah, I got a twin brother. So when my when my reps can't get shit done, my brother does the he does the ice cube shit. They just roll up and just start <laughs> demanding shit. So you gotta have both, man. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even I know that Atlanta, my reps can't get my money. My brother will go up in there and get the money for me. So, you know. <laughs> you gotta do that shit sometimes. Is it and are you both in LA? Uh Terrence is like Atlanta and LA. So he kind of goes back and forth. He's producing now as well. So he's back and forth, just kind of moving, moving in the game. So it's a family affair, you know what I'm saying? That's dope. Look, do, you, do you consider LA home now? Man, I'm in New York probably just as much. Um, really? Yeah, man. Stand up, you kind of got to be here. So I'm I'm here about six months a year. I'm in LA six months a year, depending on what depending on what the work is. But uh, it's a lifestyle, man. But look at us now, Pete. Look at us. We made it to a Zoom. The three of yes. us on a Zoom. Where you're and you're on some weird rooftop. Barely, with, barely having Wi-Fi. <laughs> barely, by the way, the background looks like you're in the backyard of a Knox box. <laughs> I am. I am. Look at this shit. Yeah, I'm outside in the patio. My room ain't ready. So. <laughs> um, this is dope, man. It's um, really cool. Wait, so do you, have a, you don't have a place that you stay when you're here? You just get put up by where, you know, whatever your situation is? Whatever I have. I have like a hotel room or Airbnb, whatever. I had to switch out this time. But um, I had a place in New York, but I gave it up to on COVID because it was too expensive to pay for and nobody's living in. And so I got a place in L.A., man. I'm, I'm an L.A. bitch, man. Oh, shit. Did I see you at WWE as well? Yeah, yeah. You saw me at WrestleMania very briefly. Bro, you're the Jewish Joe Rogan, fam. Look That's right. I know. You're the Jewish Hulk Hogan? No, no, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Actually, I got to be Rogan. honest. I, don't, I think both of those have rough connotations these days. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you at Mania? What you mean? Why I was, I'm a fan. What do you mean? I didn't, I didn't know. Are you like up on, like, do you watch on the reg? I didn't know that you I'm were a, gonna, it's like I'm, I'm old school fan, so I happen to get tickets that time. Right. Okay. Guy, I don't really know. I'll go. I'll go to it. Like I saw Pusha T yesterday at Governor's Ball. Like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see my one artist, and then I'm gonna leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so I'm a I'm a I'm a '90s wrestling fan, but I was there that particular night. It was great. It was awesome. How was Gov Ball? Oh, it was amazing, bro. You can't you can't beat that. Give me on Pusha is one of my favorite artists. Uh, I saw a little bit of Kendrick, but uh, you know. It's New York, but you, you never have a back. Where, where was that? It was at City. Oh, it was near City Field. It wasn't at City, City Field. Field. Was it at City Field or was it at um whatever the park is over there? It was at a park like Corona Park. Billy, where was yeah, it? Yeah, Corona, Corona. Corona, Corona Park. Corona Park. Corona Park. Yeah, yeah. Corona Park. And Kendrick headlined it last night. Yes, he did. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Crazy. Sife, you didn't go to Gov Ball this weekend. I didn't even know it was happening. I thought you guys just get free tickets to everything. Oh yeah, not me. Him. I'm out the game. Still, you know everybody, Sife. What you mean? Maybe if I knew it was happening, I would get tickets. I didn't even know. Yeah, Rolodex <laughs> is crazy, B. What you mean? <laughs> yeah, Sife has Russell. Russell. Hey, I'll Sife. show you my Rolodex. Here we go. I'll show you my Rolodex. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, old school? Old so school? if they don't have this kind of phone, I don't get them on the line. Sife, oh, is, that actual, is that an actual... Hello? Oh. Is that all <laughs> Buckshot Shorty? Can I come to your show? Hey, hey, little Kim, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> like, little Kim don't return my shit. Man. <laughs> still, I'm still calling Lil' Kim's home number oh, for, for I, call, I hit little Kim three times. Okay. Three different things recently. Nothing. You got to call C's first. That's how you get to Kim. I told C's. I said, yo, I tried to call Kim. He didn't call me back. Hey, Sight, that's how I feel when I reach out to Peter. You know what I'm saying? No, that's that not true. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I have to look. Do I not even have, have my number? Are you still? Are you still your 301? I ain't never changed, baby. Still 301. Wow, you ain't never changed. Nah, I, I just never changed. I just, don't pick up, 
I can still pick up the phone with people I don't want to talk to. I just, I, I just sent you a text right now. It just popped up. Yo, I was thinking about the Maryland days recently, Rel, because our friends, the Rosenthal's, uh, me and Sife's friends, started a podcast called The Blog Era. Okay. And, oh, Sife, you and I didn't catch up about the little shit that popped off in The Blog Era. We got to talk about that. But, um, and, and one piece that they left out, and I understand how they did, because you might not know it kind of predates it. They didn't show any love. They didn't know about the history of our boy Dave Ellis. Really? The late, yeah. great Dave Ellis. The late, great Dave Ellis, who maybe it is reported by those who know, supposedly, and I believe it to be true, had the first hip-hop blog of all time. Really? really? Like, like 98, 99, he had a joint called, if you're out there and you know it, please let me know and reach out. Hip-hop reviews with a Z. It was so bugged. You know, you can go on. I don't know if you guys know. You can like search on the internet and go view old websites that no longer exist. It has like snapshots yeah. of them. I was looking at his old shit. Yo, Dave was a wild. Let me just say this: Dave was a wild boy. First of all, he was saying crazy things on there. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. His his hip hop opinions were so sophisticated and smart for like his age. His knowledge um, was insane. Yeah, insane. He came along and had me. You know, Sife, when Dave Ellis came along, I was already like twenty two and kind of like getting towards the end he was like came in at like 18 i was like yo this kid's like the new black jersey rosenberg like he was right, on right. his shit like right, he knew right. everything and he knew the internet and when i was looking at his website i saw he also did wrestling reviews on there too which i had wow. no recollection of that he was that into wrestling but he was Damn. he was reviewing he, albums yeah he did full yeah. album <laughs> reviews full album reviews single <laughs> reviews and then he eventually started the radio show trs Yes. Um, TRS Radio at University of Maryland. And then he kept hip-hop reviews. It switched and became another thing that I'm forgetting the name of right now. But he just, he was legit maybe the first ever blogger that there was. Ooh, but it was like several, it was a good three or four years before the quote blog era. You know, before you're not right yeah. and you're two dope boys and you're, and you're so, things so, like that. It was a website and he was writing like, yes, writing on it's something. Like anybody who's doing yeah, and he was just, like, writing articles. Like, it was, like, very much like a blog as the way it was intended. Like, it had right. links at the top. You could do, like, hip-hop albums or wrestling or whatever. And then it was just his writing about shit. Um, shit. Very opinionated, very smart. And, I mean, honestly, Rel, like, that's... To this day, sadly, now at this point at 43, I've, I've been through my share of, like, tragedies and losses. That one's up there, bro. But that was, like, the first friend who I ever had die in a tra an absolutely tragic way. I mean, he followed us on the show, right? Yeah. On the, in the station, yeah. He was on, he was on right after us. Well, how did he die? We're all wondering. Oh, sorry. So it's he died in a fire. It, it's bad, it's bro. Fire? Bro. Yeah. Bro, it's bad. That's the worst. He, he died in a fire. Actually, because of his death, they knocked down all of the houses that were like the one he died in. You know that, right? That's why they took down all the Knox boxes. They killed all of he them. Di he died on campus? He died in a Knox box. Oh, it's I didn't Knox know that. Box. It was so, like these little shitty... They weren't dorms. They're like apartments for students, pretty much, right? Yeah, that literally owned by people who were ripping off students to live in shitty, unsafe houses. Right, mm. right. And, th and then yeah. he died in one, and they're now gone. They, they, the university, yeah. I guess... I guess the university afterwards bought all, said, fuck it, bought all the land and just extended dorms and, like, was like, we're not going to have our students Damn. live here anymore. Right. But, like, That's Dave died in a fire in this house. 
and the fucking awful thing is it's awful to even say it, but it's part of the story. Like the windows were barred in his room. That's right. That's right. Yeah. These are shitty. These are shitty spots, man. It's like, these are nasty. Wow. Supposedly the, the version that I like to believe is that, you know, he was killed by the smoke and didn't wake up. That, that, that's the right, version right. I, I would like to believe, but it was terrible, yo. He was like 23 yeah. years old. Yeah. Um, something like that. Yeah. Young shot, kid. Super young kid. Isn't it? It's so crazy. We're like old now. And Dave's still 23 years old. So beyond his time, too, man. Super cool kid. But don't want to bring the show down. <laughs> R.I.P. D. Ellis. Yo, Ro, you look like you're, uh, you're out here in the gym. You, you're you're kind of swole up in these streets. Bro, you, you, you can't see the gut, baby. You, gotta, you only see the arms, man. I gotta, <laughs> ho- Hollywood makes me stay good from titty up. Like They make you stay, you know what I mean? You got me eating disorders, bro. I'm eating leaves for breakfast and lunch. It's pressure, dog. It's pressure. You can't just be... Funny no more. You gotta look good. Kevin Hart, you seen Kevin Hart? He got a fucking he got a gym in the I, house. I, I, I hate what he's done. I, I hate what Kevin Hart's done with this. You hate healthy. what Kevin Hart's done? Yeah. This whole health. He's healthy. You have to have a great body to be in comedy. Well, I miss, you know, like no, Kevin Hart that has nothing to do with comedy. I know, <laughs> no, I know, but he has he has up the level though. He has up the No, level. he's up the level for no. being like an actor. No, you think it's 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 it has nothing to do with comedy. comedy. Okay, fair side, No, side, you seen Chappelle? Chappelle's muscular. Saif, tell the truth. You're close to Chappelle. He's juicing, right? Chappelle's on the road. He's on the stuff. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, the, he definitely. He has look, to be on the. Listen, he, I yeah, saw, he does. got big quick. I saw him last night at a party. He's wearing a tank top at the party, guns out. That's like everywhere he goes. Yeah, he's always with the tank top. What party were you, you at? It was at the, uh, the uh, Tribeca uh, anthem premiere thing at the uh, at the highlight at the highlight at um, Standard. You know all the party side. Come on. You know all the party scene. Let me tell you something. I am out of the party seat. I don't get invited to nothing. I don't know where any party is. <laughs> what, Buckshot Shorty didn't get you an invite? <laughs> 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 Yo, if Buckshot's not there, Sife's not invited. Sife's not coming. <laughs> I'm just saying that's my Rolodex. Sife, you want to go to the French Montana Tribeca premiere this week? When? I'm, I, I'm leaving on tour. Well, you're you going to be gone. forgetting that. It's Friday. You talking for stand up? You talking for music stuff? I'm going on tour with Burt Kreischer and that that whole fully loaded festival. Oh shit! Yeah. All right, be careful, Sike. It's gonna be white, white trash bonanza, baby. Are you required to take your shirt off? But that's like just just Burt. I gotta take my shirt off. Yeah, we all do. Okay, fair. No, no. In all in all seriousness, Sike, if they said it shirts off, that's what we're doing. Would you be doing it? I have to. That's why I gained weight to go on this tour. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Sife, Sife has rules. Sife, Sife will not, unless like it's a wedding or for a role, he does not wear dress shoes. No, not even really? for a wedding. I'm oh, sorry, not for a wedding. I would only, only wear role. dress shoes if it was for some kind of acting gig. Okay, what if it was a big comedy gig, but the theater required it? No. Okay, so then I'm applying that same question. If Burt Kreischer, for you to be a part of his tour, required you to be shirtless at all times, are you doing it or leaving the tour? Leaving the tour. Wow. It's like you don't want the bag, bro. You're not going to take the shirt off. You got to take the shirt off. That's part of the whole. Uh, by the way, it's the one thing I don't like about Burke Kreischer. It's like, I don't understand it. Why does he have a shirt off? <laughs> That's his thing now, yo. What a terrible. I, I, it's I, a terrible I, thing. It's a it's terrible, terrible thing. thing. Yeah, Saif, you need to have a thing. What's your, you got to have a gimmick now. I don't have a thing. I need a thing. What's yours, bro? R- R- what's yours? You're a comedian. What's yours? I got, I'm, not, I'm not successful with Saif, so I don't got nothing yet stand up live. That's why I'm trying Dude. to be active. Oh please! Right. <laughs> Look at yourself. You're on. You're, as I like to say, it, you're on the cock. You got. You're. You got a big show on the cock. 
It's Vanderpump rules to us. <laughs> yeah. You're one of the biggest parts of the cock. <laughs> I'm on the cock. What is the with the Chrysler tour, though? What is the deal with it? Is it like a straight up comedy tour or is there other weird shit? There's a lot of weird shit. It's almost like um, it's like a how they they call it a rolling summer camp. Okay, And it's like it's in like the Wednesday we're at um, Forest Hill Stadium. Okay, so that's the level of show, like whatever that is, 10,000 or whatever. Mm -hmm. Wow, you're doing 10K? Damn. They're yeah, big. but that's New York. Other shows are bigger. Some shows are in um minor league baseball stadiums, like wow. arenas. Stadium? Wow. There's rotating comics throughout the tour. It's not the same, but it's like New York is like Dan Soder, Big J, Shane Gillis, Rosebud Baker, uh, right. a couple other ones. And then, you know, then the tour, like it changes out every week. Different people. Like, um, what's her name? What's his name? Um with the red hair, Andrew Santino's coming, Chad Daniels. Then you got. Is there um, is there any method? David Tell. Is there yeah. any like rhyme or reason to who these people are, or are they all just homies of Bert? They're all in the same vibe. I don't know what you call it. There's no names for these crews, but they're all like in the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they're not, maybe, like, David Tell doesn't have a podcast, but David Tell is an OG legend to those type of comics. Correct. But right, Santino's right, right. a podcast, Big J, you know, it's that, it's like a Joe Rogan satellite. Right, right, right. Like, it's family like tree. The partiers of, the, of that, like, and it's like, I'm assuming from Bert's persona, it's like just white, drunk people. You know what I mean? Are you the least white person on this? Oh, Tiffany's on it. Oh, she is? Tiffany Haddish is on some of it. I Maybe Miss Pat is on some. But yeah, I'm probably... Too? Yeah, I'm you know Brian, Brian Simpson probably on it? Brian Simpson? I know Brian. I never met him, but he's uh he's pretty funny. Oh, uh, here we go. It's um no Mark Norman, Shane Gillis, Tiffany <clears throat> Haddish. Oh, Bruce Bruce got added. Jay Farrell oh, wow. got on it. Um, that's, looks like the most, oh, Ralph Barboza's on it. Okay, young Ralph. Yeah, this is pretty much it. Nice. And then I'm down at the bottom, way, if you look at the website, I'm way at the bottom. Just Cypher Sound style. You know what Cypher, I mean? let me ask you, Cypher, let me ask you, have you done a, a 10,000 before, like nine, nine yeah, DJs? Yeah, 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 man, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, I've done, like, with Dave, I've done with. Yeah, I've done it a few times. We did Red Rocks. I've done The Garden. I've done... Oh, yeah. I've done... Yeah, in Europe, we did a fucking... I did... I just came back... Not not just, but I was in um in Abu Dhabi with Mo Amr. That was like... Oh, shit. That'd be yeah. crazy, yeah. It's just a wave of people you can't even see, like a festival. I've learned how to do comedy in that in those big places, though. Right, 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 right. I mean, it's not that much different. It's just timing. You got to wait for the laughs to come back. Merz had me host a paid dues thing, and it's just, I wasn't, I'd never done it before. And it, you know, Marcella Aguilar, Aguilar, or whatever her last name is. No. So we did host this thing. That's just like outside festival, it's not a good look for comedy, man. That's why I was wondering if you had a event, but that shit was like for you, but yeah. I think I'm hosting the whole event, DJing, bringing up all the comics, maybe from intermission to a set. But when I, I I've been telling, I'm so. I'm not trying to talk bad about the crew, but I don't have a lot of information. 
<laughs> driving me absolutely nuts. You, you, oh, you're saying you're not the kind of person who likes operating with zero information? I not at all. I <laughs> I love information. Yeah, you're one of the number one. I haven't spoken to a sound guys. engineer. Oh, I boy. Spoken, I don't I don't know. I'm just trying to breathe and just roll with it. How many dates are we talking over here, son? It's um four weeks, seventeen shows all together. Seventeen shows. Hey, but you know you got a lane that no other comic has, man. DJ. I know. Nobody, and that's nobody what, can fuck with you. This is my problem, though. It's not that nobody can fuck with me. It's also no one knows how to fucking bill me. Bert was like, you got to do this. It's going to be crazy. You're going to do this, this, and this. And then it goes to Bert's wife, to his manager, to the assistant, to the tour runner, whatever. Then down to... And then it's like, DJ set by Cypher Sun. Right. But yeah. Bert was like, you're going to be the whole face. You're going to be with me, DJing, music, comedy. It's going to be crazy. And then, and then it gets to the announcement. It's like, oh, yeah, and Cypher. <laughs> it, 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 it's 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 a small font. It's a um I had Rob Hayes on site a couple of weeks ago when I was looking at the flyer and we were talking about it's the magnifying glass spot. But what like, do I but what do I do though? Do I get mad? Well well what you don't do I'll be sure air the grievances on this podcast. No, no it's not grievances. <laughs> it's not it's not grievances. No, I think the way you're discussing this is totally fair and it's normal. Has and to do, it has it has no, put it like this. It has nothing to do with Bert and his team. Right. This always happens to me. Right. Yeah. And there's something I'm missing that I can't fucking figure out. Like, my, I got new managers, right? And they were like, what do you want from us? I was like, what I want is for me to be explained to whoever's booking me in the right way so they understand what I do. And they're like, oh, that's easy. That's what we do. And then I had to write an email last week. Hey, guys, you see this? This right. is what I was talking about. And they're like, yeah. oh, we don't know. We spoke to them from day one and da-da-da-da-da. There's always the asterisk spot, like Bert Pricer and every, all of this, and then DJ'd by. It's like the sounds on the side. But you don't but want just DJ'd by. It, it's almost like yeah, but I, it's I'm almost coming like, on as a comedian. Right, yeah. and you want, you want people to know that when they get you for something – comedy is part of it. It's not just music. They're not yeah, getting, right. they're not having D-nice. You right, know what I'm saying? With all the respect. Exactly. Right, 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 right. Whatever. It's, it's probably my fault somewhere along the line. You know, the rumor around in the, in the industry that you don't like to wear the proper shoes. Right? That's what I've been hearing. Maybe I got <laughs> to start wearing some low, right, loafers Ralph, or something. Well, you've been hearing this from promoters. They're like, you <laughs> know, Cypher the, Sounds and the fucking shoes. It's, it's fucking comic, uh, comic, Comic's been saying it. It's like, it's worth the feeling jokes, like not having the proper footwear. Yeah, I, I don't know what, what the fuck's going on with this guy. <laughs> All right, so Simon, I, I, I didn't tell you I didn't tell you yet about the uh, remember I said something happened from the blog, yeah, the blog era podcast. Era. So this is sort of amusing. Um and in and, and, and only a one app way. They had an episode where in the episode low key, you know low key? Remember Loki, right? He's the uh, I remember the name, yeah. Yeah, he used to, he had a he had a website called You Heard That New. Yeah, um, you heard that new. And and yeah, good great guy. Now he works for Apple. And anyways, Lo is on the podcast and does a whole part about how annoying Elliot Wilson was in the blog era. He's just like <laughs> he's just like, yo, man, Elliot was a motherfucker, man. Like Wow. The level, the level of competitiveness, like it was just fucking a lot. Like, damn, that's hilarious. Me fucking crazy. And it, it's hilarious, right? And the Rosenthal's posted it. 
like they posted they don't they started posting clips later in the season and they posted a clip on their Instagram with Lowe saying all this. Yeah. And I wrote something like this right, is not a, why yeah. why are you I in know, it? Why? Why? Why am I in it? Yo, your boy, yo. Get your boy. Yo, I, remember, I remember I texted you doing the Nikki shit. I'm like, what are you doing, Pete? Don't get involved with these things. <laughs> <laughs> and this and I I I I, I talked to my therapist about this and he, he asked if I was trying to like like why was I being a dick and I was like trying to think of my mentality and, and when I went back and I asked Loki so it got deleted whatever I said got deleted okay not by me but I guess the Rosenthal's may have deleted it someone deleted it which triggered Elliot to go on a whole thing on social media about I'm talking shit and deleting comments okay oh. what did you write first of all so I say to Lo I'm like what did I say? Wait, I was like, did I, what was the comment? I had to ask low because I okay. thought I, I thought I said something kind of, you know, pretty nasty for it to get that kind of response. And like so you don't even remember what you wrote. I knew it was something offhanded like um, this is a fact or whatever. I, I knew it was something like that. And low key you told, ever thought about hiring somebody to take your phone away from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh 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 my comment my full comment was i wrote low isn't lying that's, that's what i wrote low isn't lying <laughs> okay that's fair. it that's fair. That's fair. that was in that was on the rosenthal's instagram correct okay and somehow <laughs> elliot saw that goes on twitter about with the uh, started talking all kinds of shit about how i say shit delete it i showed up i was like bro i didn't delete it I would say it to your face. I would say it here. Like, it's not a big deal. I'm saying that you were annoying 15 years ago. Like, this isn't, this isn't crazy. Is there, are there people out there who don't think Elliot was annoying 15 years ago? Like, he's the most competitive. He was a crazy man. Like, I didn't think it was that deep. Now, listen, I know I was incredibly, I was incredibly flawed 15 years ago, too. But the comment and the part that I saw wasn't about me. It was about you. And uh, I just said that it was true. So, so anyways, he goes on. He goes on about it, and he's not mad at low key. He takes That's no what I was issue. About with, to ask. What no about? issue. No, no. He said, "Low, you're good. Low, you're good." What? Yes. Interesting. Why? Y'all have a thing? Yeah. I, for I, years. I, yes. For years. We do, we do. But the last interaction oh. we had, the last interaction we had was at WrestleMania, right around when I saw you. He was there with Wale. Uh, we had a good time. I did notice at some point during our conversation. Which was after he'd consumed some beverages, he did throw something in Sife about like you know you noisemakers and Crown and blah blah, and I literally was like, I ignored it. I ignored whatever whatever old thing he was bringing up that we had back in the day. In my mind, I'm like, bro, it's WrestleMania, it's 2023. I'm not worried about whatever shit we had. You were yeah, you're good. I'm good. There's, I ignored it. I completely <laughs> ignored it. But to your point, Rel, obviously, yes, there is something. There's still something there. There's something residual there. And obviously, I have some slight thing there because I felt the need to talk some that's, shit. How did that's he also not true. Also true. But I DM'd how him. How did he not say shit about Lokito? There's no thing. So, like, he, he, he <laughs> you know, I don't know. Now, it, it should also be noted that a week after this, he rolled out his new season of the Rap Radar podcast and probably was just trying to hype things up on social media. Little does he know, I'm frigid out here, hyping things up with me to think of douche for you. But I, I DM'd him, and I, I apologized. I said, hey, if I was, I was really kind of goofing off. I'm sorry if you took that in a bad way. 
and like you good because like this seems like a weird thing to be you know i'm just checking in make sure you're good you can holler at me anytime you want and he left me on scene and that was the uh scene but is it like a it's a beef every couple years is not that's fine that's healthy right well, that was light. I can't even call that beef. That was like, for oh, me, light. that's like, that was beef. That wasn't, that was tartare. That was like not even that real. Was that wasn't fully cooked. It's very thinly like sliced. I, like I, I, the, the truth is this, Elliot, I have a, I have a love-hate relationship with Elliot. Like I, I really do appreciate and respect a lot of things that he's brought to the game. And I've also felt like at different times he's, you know, been dismissive or been a little bit of a dick you know and and that's it i mean like that, that's kind of the whole thing i don't know how i describe i don't say so if you remember the early rap radar one ep days it was like some he liked making it competition too like it wasn't just a lot of times i take all the blame for my previous issues elliot loved being in the mix too loved it it was right. always some shit and i didn't even always understand it um but I have no actual personal issue. Bro, I don't have any personal issues. I- I'm very low. The list of people I actually have personal issues with now is down to like one or two. <laughs> yeah. It's very low. <laughs> it's very low. I don't even have like – I saw Nick Cannon yesterday, and we were having a conversation about Charlemagne. He was like, someone asked if we're good. I was like, you know what? No, we're not good, but I don't have any negative – like I don't spend any negative energy towards him whatsoever. Right. right. He, he's been so surpassed by people who were so much worse that I was like, honestly, he actually seems like That's a good true. guy now. Yeah, that actually exactly seems like, like really <laughs> playful. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's probably the same competitive shit that you guys probably had from years ago. You know, all you guys in that yeah. same world. Yeah. Radio's you know? radio's weird like that. Radio does. Yeah. It does create its own like thing. Saif, you don't have that in 94. Yeah. I know. The, the problem is, like, I'm not competitive, and I wonder if that hurts me sometimes. Because I'm all like, yo, everybody's in their lane. Do your thing. You know what I mean? But Saif, I think that's the right attitude, but. But Saif, you're also way more likable than Peter. So I think that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great point. I know I'm a likable person. I know I'm, like, a, 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 a giving, a helpful, that type of person. That's why I tell my agent, I go, but you got to somehow just get me in the room. Right. Because I went club owners, managers, bookers like me when they meet me. Right, right, but right. But if you're right. just trying to send a tape and a, and a one sheet, I'm hard to get. Right. So just put, get me in as a guest spot, as a feature. As an right. opener, just get me in. I promise it will turn into something. And then agents are like, oh, well, we don't book features. And then I know in my mind, they're like, because we don't make any money off that. But I'm telling you, my strong suit, which is a horrible strong suit, is a one-on-one day right. of situation. Right, 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 and right. I win people over. Comedy's comedy, bro. I know people that's way funnier than me. I know people that's not as funny as me. Some people who are way funnier than me are lower than me in status. Some people who are not as funny as me are very famous. It's all fucking relative and, obje- yeah. and subjective, right? Right, right, right. I can't worry about this, this guy who got $3 million on TikTok and he's not that funny. That's not my business. Yes, I look at it on TikTok and go, oh, <laughs> but it's not, it's not my business. My yeah. business is to try to sell me. 
So please just get me in the, I will take my own flight. I'll drive my own car. Just get me in the room. And every time I've done that, I've gotten gigs because of it. Stop making my name magnifying glass small. Give me a little bit. I've done some things. Give me some, you know what I mean? No, but I know <laughs> what it is, bro. It's like it gets trickled down. And then they, someone, someone who's making the flyer Googles me and they go, right. oh, he's the DJ. No, I'm not oh, just a oh, DJ. You think the DJ is why they do it? Okay. I think yeah. so in comedy. In comedy. Right, 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 right. You can negotiate all that in your contract. You know that, right? Bro, Same I did. Thing. Oh, man. I have a new a management. I told them all of this happens. They're like, no way that happens. No way. You discovered Rihanna. There's no way that could happen. Yeah. yeah. DJ said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone Cypher's on this tour. Are you at least making a nice bag? The bag is nice. The bag got handled correctly. So that's how I know. That's how I know I'm moving in the right direction and my steps are working because the bag is nice. And everybody's not doing all the dates. Just you. I'm the only one. I think think me and Big J Ogerson are the only ones on the entire tour. Oh shit! That's a hell of a that's a hell of a bag, then. Yeah, it's a good bag. Great bag. Oh wait, so you were happy with the bag? The the, the bag bill, is great. The billing was just a little. Wah, wah. The bag is great, but I don't never do it for the bag. Right. In a Sometimes. in a sense. <laughs> no, no, no. The bag, I'm super happy that I make a living from this. Yeah. But yeah. it's like I want to get nine bigger bags because I was on this tour. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Leads right. To, <laughs> to other things. And you gain more followers, more fans, exposure, shit, arena tours. That's know. the goal. The, the positives are bigger. And how do you compete? Like, as someone who's like, in that sense, you're kind of old school. You're kind of like the last generation of came up nah, as not, a. It's not old school, it's long game. And do you it's still feel game. that way? And do you still feel that way? Like, you're you're okay not trying to. You know, be Drewski, who, by the way, is very funny. <laughs> taking zero away from him, but you know what I mean, like a huge social media guy. It's one of those things, man. Once you get on the road, like you're in Kentucky somewhere, if you didn't put the work in stand up wise, it ain't gonna matter. You'll have a sold out crowd and bomb. You know what I mean? So that that goes around too. Like this guy's trash, you know. And a lot of cats like DC Young Fly and like Country Wayne, they're getting better at stand ups. So now when they go, they start to be able to perform and, and bring the social media with the comedy. You know, but uh, a lot of the cats, they take L's all day. And they bring on guys like stand-ups who come and open for them, and they just crush those motherfuckers. If I was the manager of one of those social media comedians, yo, Saif, the, the level of strategy I'd have to have with opener, because right. you can get them just absolutely crushed. All, all of those. I'll get them cr- yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because they're having pros open for them because, yeah. you know, Rel Battle doesn't have five million on Instagram. Yeah. But guess what? He knows how to go up there and kill. Right, and, right, and right, that, right. And that can be. All those social media stars do it wrong. All of them. What would you, what would you do different if you I know were- the whole shit. The whole shit is, is whatever. Whoever, blankety blank and friends or whatever. But, you, you know, that name has been used so much, but you come up with a new name. But you just host the show. You host the show. You're right. You're right. You come out. You got to But, you know, I don't know what it is. People are narcissistic. They think it's all about them. Or maybe they don't want to spend the bread. 
but you can have a long last you you if you really care about stand up. See, a lot of these guys don't really care about stand up. They just yeah. popping off being yeah. funny and they're doing eh, whatever, doing skits or whatever. If you really care about stand up, you book four comics, you host a show, you got your little 10 minutes up top, and then you do funny shit in between that the crowd loves you for. Right. And then at the end you do a QA or get all the comics on stage at once and talk shit with each other. You'll get the 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 you'll get the um content from that and then you work on your shit because you're getting the money so you work on your shit to eventually you're down to doing 25 up top you only got three comics with you then you work it out then when you get to when you get to 30 then you don't host no more you get another guy to host you call or even even feature for kind of for yourself and then be like yo i got donnell rollins closing out make it like it's about you but you got the big guy closing out. I got whoever, Bruce Bruce. I got Earthquake. I, I brought him here for you. This is my gift to you. You did your 30 until you get to, you know, 45, 50. Then you start closing. You get the credit you always for the whole get the show. Cre- your name is the show. People forget right. Martin, Martin only, he only, gave, he only did five minutes at the top of every show of Def Jam. But we see Def Jam as Martin Lawrence. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. So you're right. That's the best way to do it. As if you care about stand-up and you want to go long game. Because they get a lot of money. They get bread, bro. But we're going to see how many come back. We're going to see. What, what, Rel, what do you what do you aspire to do? Like, like what do you, what, what, obviously you, you do comedy, you do acting. Like, if you had your druthers, what would be the, what would the next 10 years look like for Rel Battle? I think, like, Jamie Foxx has had the greatest career Who? of anybody. Jamie, Jamie. Foxx. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's been able to kind of play in every spot. Like he did two specials, he go do a film, he did music. I don't want to do music, but you know he's been able to jump in different places. Man, I don't want. I'm not. I'm not one of these comics that wants 15 specials. Do a special year. I don't want. I don't want to be George Carlin, 88, trying to get on HBO. I don't have a desire to do that. I want to be able to transition out of that and just chill and maybe do movies or produce projects. You know what I'm saying? So I've always loved that to be able to move on to something else. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was going to do radio until, until P fired me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. <laughs> did you really, were, did you, were you really like hopeful to do radio in a real way? It was the only thing I had done that I actually enjoyed. I actually loved doing it. So I didn't. Remember when I radio was the shit? Oh man, dude. Come on dog. The big ticker days and all that shit. It was, you it know? was. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know that I realized that. So, like, when, when, did you do any more after the stuff you did with me? Well, what I did was I started hosting, like, um, so cell phones, before all we have now, it was like this thing called uh, GoTV. I don't know if you guys remember that. They were just starting to really have videos on cell phones. I would host. Yeah, I kind of remember that, yeah. Yeah, like these video shows. So that's why I was hosting paid and, paid and dudes behind the scenes or uh, uh, Rock the Bell stuff. I was hosting shit in L.A., like, so it was kind of like radio, you know what I mean? And then uh, it kind of transitioned into stand-up comedy. But I thought I was going to do radio, or I was going to write. Remember, I worked at MTV that, that one year? Yep. I thought I was going to be Sway, Big Tigger. I was kind of looking at that spot. That's kind of what I thought at that time. And then I was like, nah, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Because we had like a 3 a.m. shift, and I was like, I don't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and do you, enjoy, do you enjoy your lifestyle as it is now? Oh, man, it's great. It's amazing. It's like I'm in a different city every three weeks. It's... uh. You know, I'm. You know, you know, it could be, 
it could be heavy on you, but bro, I don't know about y'all. I, I just fucking, you know, psych, though. Know, I love being on stage, man. I sit up there and talk shit all day. I love it. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a dumb life. We have a dumb job, all of us. We have a really dumb job. You guys talk about hip hop <laughs> and music and comedy. We get, we get paid for this shit. Bro, I fucking said a joke on Friday. I was at the stand. I was doing like, I did seven shows at the stand on Friday. That's crazy. The first show I did, no, the, the second show I did, eight o'clock, I made a joke about the smog in New York, the air quality. The joke, I never said this before. I was just, I was just ranting and it got a big laugh and I caught it, right? The rest of the seven shows, I was on fire trying to work out that little thing I found in the first show. And it made my whole night the funnest night. You know what I mean? And ever since Friday, today is Monday. Monday. We're recording this on Monday. Every stage I've been on since Friday, I've been super excited so I could get up and work this joke out. And it's gotten better every Every show has gotten one little bit better, a little bit, a little bit. I did it yesterday at brunch, and it's like almost a full bit. You know what I mean? That's, and that's it's getting a big laugh. Bro, I got my material. You go on stage, you knock it out. Sometimes you do some crowd work. But when you find something, now I'm so excited to get up. Like, I want to get up tonight All and right. fit it, finish it. I added a part where I speak Spanish in it. I don't even speak Spanish. I have to call my Dominican friends. Yo, how would a Dominican say this? Da, 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 da. Okay, right. got it. Try to remember right, it. Right, right. It's super you know exciting. I, you know what I equate that to? Like when you guys were DJing, and it was like the party's popping, and then you know I'm about to, I'm about back, I'm about to put on back that ass. They about to go crazy yeah. when I put back that ass up. Or this, you know, back in 2000, whatever the fuck. But when you about to put that record, you know it's gonna fucking kill them. That's like a, a new joke that you know about to hit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That you worked out a couple times, so it's just fulfilling, man. You know. All Pete talked about in college was wrestling. That's my fucking, you know, you host wrestling. Bro, I, got like, a, I got a mix no. I do since, bro, this is my never fail mix. Is money, more money, more problems. The last hook of more money, more problems goes acapella. Yeah. And I mix in Montel, this is how we do it. And like, <laughs> it gets the pop every time. Like, every that, time. That has to, is that mostly for Wyatt's? It's a lot of them for the Wats, yeah. Yeah, because though I but not I, only yo, I considered I, I don't have a no playlist for the wedding, but this is how we do it. Might be on it. Well, it's a no playlist. I don't want to hear it at the at my wedding. You don't want to hear this is how we do it. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I'm like embarrassed to hear this is how we do it. It embarrasses me. But the wow, wedding isn't for you. No, no, no. Right? No, it's, it's, that's a good point. It's a good point. But Natalie doesn't love this is how we do it either. I mean, she's, okay. she's, she doesn't have the same hatred towards it that I do, certainly. Yeah. Um, I never understand when people say they hate that song. It's so weird to me. It, it's yeah. just like there's something so painfully cheesy. It's two minutes. No, no, no you're right. Minutes. You're right. You're right. You Listen, you're right. It's two minutes and it gets the watts going crazy. No, no, you're right. It just, you know what it is? It, it makes me feel so, it reminds me of my whiteness, and I hate it. I don't want to be reminded of that. I look around, I'm like, ugh, look at us. The, it's just like a bad version of children's story with him saying things that are so cliched and cheesy. Yeah. Like, if you break down the words that Montel Jordan's singing on oh, the wow. song. No, if you do that, you're, I, yeah, I you're a psycho if you do that. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of buzzed. It's all because. Yo, this is how. No, hold on. I'm gonna pull it. Get down in the six four. 
<laughs> you can get down in a sick boat. Whatever all right, all right. it is. <laughs> okay, so here we go. This is how we do it. It's Friday night, and I feel Oh, right. shit. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We just so found fun. a new one that we forgot about. What? You know our... Um, what do yeah, we yeah. used to call them? Our smart hip hop line. Yeah, yeah. The overly. He says you know, the party's yeah. underway. Oh. Yes, he, he does say the party's underway. Oh. All right, here we go. He goes. He goes. It's Friday night, and I feel all right. The party's here on the west side. So I reach for my forty. First cringe of the song is saying "reach for my 40. It, it was already just like so cliche. Um, reach for my forty, and I turn it up. Designated driver, take the keys to my truck. Great message. No, no. It's a great message. More than anyone, I appreciate that. And yet it also is cringe for some reason. I don't even know why. Because it's the right thing to do. He says, hit the shore because I'm faded. Mm -hmm. Honey's in the street saying, Monty, yo, we made it. Mm -hmm. It feels so good in my hood tonight. Even that to me is a little cringe. I don't know why. The summertime skirts and the guys in Kenai, all the gang bangers forgot about the drive-by. Did they? <laughs> I don't know that anyone's ever forgotten about the drive-by. If the drive-by was planned, it either was canceled or it's happening tomorrow. Right. But no one's like, yo, this party's so good. Listen, we Screw can't worry drive-by. about tomorrow. We're worried about tonight. They forgot about the drive-by tonight. Tonight. Okay, okay. You're right. You're right. I, I, should, um, I, I should be fair. I mean, is there a greater... Party hip hop song, a great great song, not best, but great hip hop song. You mean you mean just like a guaranteed party winner? Like what's the like the greatest club song that like is still powerful? I mean that's up there. I mean listen, I would if you want to take a song that's sort of on that level that's still cheesy and makes the wax go crazy, but I don't cringe when I hear it. I'd rather hear Usher, yeah, than this is how we do it. Yeah. No pun nah. intended. Okay. Yeah. Nah. You'd rather hear this is how we'd... Uh-oh. Speaking I have, of why... I, I have one. Here we go. Which one? Where the party at remix. That's not... That's not this even up song, there. But it's party not Jagged Edge. Yeah. About Jagged, Jagged Edge. Edge with Nelly. That's not even up there. And by the way, it's, it's not... Even right there, but... Yeah, and the remix isn't with Nelly. The original. Also, Nelly. Also, now that you guys are talking about this, Peter, I think you should give them your opinion of Swag Surf that you discussed last week. It was pretty good. No, Saif isn't going to agree with me at all, and Rel, Rel won't either. I'm on an island. I get it. Well, I get it. You should at least give the opinion. Okay, yeah. It's wait, my wait. Opinion. Which which version? Wheezy mixtape, Wheezy or the original? No, no, no. The real one. And by the way, the reason I observe this the most is because Saif notoriously, in my brain, plays this. Like Saif would always play it out, right? Yeah. And I feel this way about the song. The reason I hate it is... It breaks the bubble I have in my brain that black people are naturally cooler than white people. Because when I see when I see five thousand black dudes put their arms around each other and go swag surfing, that's actually I, I go. This actually, hurts my heart. That's actually racist. What you're saying? Which, which part of it? That I thought black what? people were cooler than white people. Yeah, like ge- no, I know. Generally, all black people. Are the same and they're cooler than all white people. Of course, all of, yes, it is. There yeah. are anything that there is in white, there is in black, and there's I, Latino. There's there's dad you, jokes. There's you don't have to black explain people. This to me. You're right. Bro, I was you're, walking down the street. I saw this black family yesterday, and a black guy was wearing sandals with jeans. Wait, like, hold on. Rel's about to shoot a '90s underground video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep going. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Like, there's no, corny, no, 
you're, I agree. So, no, no, by, by the way, of course, of course I agree. I'm just saying it, the swag surfing moment hits me the way, like, cringe white things hit me. It might as well be the Cotton Eye Joe. It's like doing the horror at a Jewish wedding. I hate it. I just am like, it's just cringe and corny. Like, why do I want to have a, my dudes around me as we swim, as we surf together? I just, I don't get it. I, I, <laughs> is there something wrong with me? I just don't get yeah. it. Yeah, you I mean, what do you think about the, uh, but electric slide, right? It's choreographed dance. Is that the same feeling? Yo, yeah. electric wow. slide. Yeah, I hate the electric wow. slide. Electric wow. slide is is square dancing. Yo, it's, it's the same square shit. dancing. It's, it's square dancing. dancing. Electric yeah. slide. Um, <laughs> bunny hop. Um, what's the other shit? Um, the, the bunny hop. Cupid shuffle. It's the cupid shuffle. Oh, bro, cupid. it's the same as I look at that and go. Black people are also corny. Yes. Like square dancing or line. There's cool people. There's corny people. There's jocks. There's nerds. There's fuck boys. There's um, smart people. You know I mean, like, it's well, Rel, all Rel, I know you, it's just, I know you it's just people. It's, it's just, just people. people. I know Rel used to feel me on this one, one that we used to deal with at, the, uh, at Maryland as two independent non-fraternity people. Yo, at Lupo's, when the black frats would come and step on the uh, dance floor. Jesus Christ. They take it over. Yo, no, girls are getting knocked off the dance floor so dudes (laughs) can party together. Like, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? (laughs) But it was cool. That's my favorite shit, bro. I was always, as a DJ, I'm like, no, don't start stepping. You're pushing the girls away. What are we doing? Um, (laughs) Rel, where can people people see you in New York, Rel? Uh, I'm at New York Comedy Club this week. Uh... While I'm performing here, and then uh, I'm rocking out. I'm probably going to be at the stand as well. So I'm, I'm going to be in all throughout the city. Google me. And um, he'll be at plenty of parties that Sife's not invited to. So wherever you see Rel, you know, just assume Sife was not told about this event. I'm Sife the South 2005, baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rel, when, when are you here till? Uh, I'm going to be here till Thursday, and I fly to Miami to promote the show. But I'm here till Thursday. And you're, and you, but you said you're back on the reg, so we should get a dinner on the books. This should be an actual hangout. We should definitely life. do that. I'm, I'm back in a couple of weeks, man. Let's hang out. I want to meet the, the fiance. I would, I would love that. All right, Rel. All right, brother. Thank you guys Appreciate so you. much, man. The great Rel battle. Right. Cypher, I have to go to, uh, to work now. Is he, uh, is he going to the room? Is he going to what? Is he going to the, the room? Does he know about the room? Is that what you're saying? Does he know about the room? No, he don't know about it. He's not. He's not. He's not. But we haven't been close. In, no, no. I love Rel. I think the love's mutual. We haven't been close in a super long time. He wouldn't expect. No, I was just wondering. No, it's fine. I don't care. If you just want to know whether or not he's inviting the room. Yeah, he's not going to work. <laughs> By the way, why are we? We only have a month left to do this bit. That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, guys, uh, we, we love you. We hope you sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash life. We did over an hour last week on the Patreon. Hope you enjoy it. And um, Saif, as, uh, good luck at the start of this uh, tour here. Thank you, man. It's, hopefully it goes well. I'm going to get some one-up content. Don't worry. Will you? Yeah. Throw stuff, throw stuff up on the, uh, on, the, on, the, on the Instagrams. Yeah. All right, I got to go, guys. I love you all. Peace and blessings.